previously on my best friend's journal. Fickle finger Fitch, I think is what Fick, Fickle finger Fetch, maybe? What? Fickle finger something. Fickle, they would fickle threaten finger to finger children. <laughs> it's an audiobook that I downloaded and used a precious Audible credit for, and now I'm going to be like stuck with it for the 10 hours long. Okay. Oh I gotta quit if you hate it. Fuck. N- no, it's not gonna happen. I'm what? just gonna hate listen. That's tough. You for say me. peen, pin. What do you say? <laughs> I do not say P. <laughs> I say pen and pen. Uh, okay. Th- that's the same word to me. Oh, your dad wrote you a fucking letter? I have four more that um, hopefully I write down when they come and I will pull them up to read at those moments. Then you met Garth at Columbus Circle. Sex and sleep. That's a fun thing to do with gays. Have sex with them? <laughs> <laughs> Saw my asshole. <laughs> Gaping maw. Shut up! <laughs> Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal Let's start this damn podcast Let's sing this theme a little longer first It's someone's favorite podcast Yes, and The world's greatest podcast Oprah's favorite podcast Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to my best friend's journal. I'm Cam, and I'm Mike. I thought you were gonna say you were Mike. I don't know why. Uh, no, no, not this time. I did it. I did my job the right way. I'm um, recording on a Monday morning this time, which feels uh, weirdly professional. It's delightful because like I, I showed up for work at 9 a.m. I specifically did not show up for work. We got the day off, a surprise day off on Thursday. They were like, "Hey, take Friday or Monday off on us." I was like, "Beautiful." Yes, you're right. I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> like a last minute long weekend. That's that's great. They should do that more often. I tell them they should do truly. that more often. They do some stuff like that. We have like wellness hours every now and then they sprinkle in. I'm like, can we get a wellness hour every week? That would be delightful. <laughs> can um, we get a wellness day every week? <laughs> I know. Can we have like two days remote? Maybe we I don't need to be there five days. It feels like a lot. It feels like a lot to ask mm-hmm. anyone to be at work five days in a row. <laughs> especially in 2021 come on people um how you been what you doing how what you been up to you know how you spending your long weekend uh well i met my little niece yesterday for the first time she was a month old yesterday and oh my god you met your niece that's huge I uncle mike did. uncle mikey my first uncle moment um i we brought that's her pretty sweet to a uh, a little pumpkin patch and there were chickens and billy goats and my uh brother and sister-in-law say my niece sounds like a billy goat when she's screaming so they were like look it's your uh it's your voice sake <laughs> um you know one month olds famously love pumpkin patches and petting zoos i know they're very engaged i was like isn't she like a little young for this my brother's like my brother's so excited for the activities like he had a child to do this with he's like okay we're ready she was like asleep and like just trying to curl back up the whole time he's like holding her up outside the chicken a coop like look chickens and she's like ah. <laughs> she's like i can't see that far yet my eyes are not yet that far novella i couldn't tell you what the purpose was but now we'll have pictures of her meeting chickens for the first time <laughs> uh, meeting chickens well you know that's very sweet like mom and dad thing to do also very sweet uncle activity i'm glad that you got to see her little pumpkin i fed her it's my first time ever feeding a baby i mean feeding oh. an infant <laughs> uh, i've so, spoon fed baby men <laughs> man babies how do we say it man children man child man, man child this is not the first time that you've uh, alluded to feeding a baby like even in recent episodes you have threatened oh, to true. breastfeed a number of enfants <laughs> i did use a bottle this time uh against my better judgment i tried to come with one of those little things that you can attach to your nipple um, um the fake boob yeah yeah um but my brother wasn't pleased so we just went with the bottle <laughs> <laughs> again uncle mike please put your shirt on um listen that's pretty sweet i'm glad you got to do that also you famously love fall activities like a pumpkin patch and you know did you watch hocus pocus and eat a cider donut and all that shit no we actually tried to get cider donuts they were out because it was late in the day oh. so we had to stop at duncan i actually didn't get a donut they're not very vegan um cider there's many vegan cider donuts available just not a duncan 
I'm not bothered. Okay, We've had enough. so many of them at work lately. I have had more fall goodies than I need for the next 10 years. Also, Rio Hocus Pocus. Maybe I've OD'd. It's been on and I've caught like the best parts of it like three times already. I've seen, you know, um, oh, I yeah. put a spell on you, the blowing up at the end, um, the uh-huh. beginning turning into a cat, like the fun, the fun moments. And uh, yeah. I don't need to see the whole movie. I like know it so well um, that a couple of those sprinkled yeah. in is plenty. And I've had many opportunities to watch it, and I just don't care. And I, that might be blasphemous, but I'm good. So you and Hocus Pocus at Halloween is kind of like me and Home Alone at Christmas. And like if the last Christmas I watched it too many times or I caught too much of it, I'll take a year off. It just kind of recharges. You know, it makes it more fun, a little bit more magical, a little bit more, I don't know, delicious if I if I give myself a little bit of time off. Absolutely agreed. Um, I'm feeling like in, in its place this year, in Hocus Pocus's place, I'd really like Beetlejuice, but I can't find it. It's not streaming anywhere. <gasps> I haven't seen it in years. They do that on purpose, and we've talked about this with Christmas movies, but every time there's a, a holiday, they yank them from all streaming platforms and put them yeah. behind a paywall, so you have to pay to rent it. So annoying, but anyway, I get it. Money, am I right? Capitalism, hey! Um, you could watch Beetlejuice probably like mid-November, I bet. And I It'll probably be. will. <laughs> um, <laughs> how about you? You been doing any fun fall activities? What have you been up to? You know, not too much. I've just been kind of enjoying being home. Um, It's a little chilly here. Um, Being gone for an entire week kind of feels crazy these days because we've been home so much over the last two years. So we were in New York for a full week and it took me like days to feel like I was settled back into my routine. So just kind of enjoying being a homebody, um, enjoying my favorite season. And I did catch up with some friends last night. Um, So my best Denver gays moved further away. How dare they? Um, And so I haven't been able to see them recently because they live like an hour away now. But Honestly, nice that you have any Denver gays. I don't have a single gay. Well, I don't have any male gay friends in Philadelphia. Still yeah. working on that. Anywho. Yeah, I've just got the two, and it's they're, they're great, but you know we're all busy, so we try to see each other as much as possible, um, and it turns out to be pretty rarely. So anyway, this started because one of them is a chiropractor, and the other day I woke up in like really bad pain. I had really, really bad pain on my tailbone, randomly enough, um, like so much that like I got out of bed, and it like... It was clear that I had like strained or sprained something, irritated it in a way that like you know that that gaspy kind of pain that like takes your breath away. Like, I you, do. Like I stood up. Can I ask how you um, got your tailbone pummeled? <laughs> no, it's not my tail. So there's a ton of muscles that attach at your tailbone, like muscles and ligaments, like different layers mm-hmm. of muscles. They all just attach right there. And um, I worked out really hard, did a lot of squats, and then I sat really poorly. I'm pretty sure is what On happened. What? Like I sat. Shut up. <laughs> god damn it you don't make it easy um i i just sat on my chair working on my computer with my little like hunchback witch's back you know um all rounded over and definitely hurt something so anyway i woke up in a ton of pain um so much so that i like panic texted my friend that was a chiropractor i was like oh my god what have i done i've never felt pain like this in this place um and he was like come see me we're gonna figure this out so anyway Went to see him um, on Saturday after we went to see Dune, by the way, which is fabulous. Ugh, I'm dying Timothy to see Chalamet. it. I almost went the other night, but it was like nine o'clock and I figured by the time I go, I will fall asleep in the theater. Was it like nine o'clock on a Saturday and the regular crowd was shuffling in? Okay, Billy, back to your story. <laughs> Okay, real quick though, Dune, I know this is not the content corner, but Dune is so good, really beautiful, not really into sci-fi generally, but Timothy Chalamet is so good, all the performances are great, the movie itself is gorgeous, but I definitely recommend seeing it in a theater, I think I would have walked away if it had been at home, one of those movies, you know? Will do. Anyhooselbees, back to this, went and got an adjustment uh, and had him, um, this is actually my gayest moment of the week, so just go ahead and shove that in here and we'll, we'll get that in. Gay, 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 gay. So Peter and I drive up to his place. Um, he pulls out his chiropractor table and he was like, what I'm, I'm going to do something called e-stim on you. I was like, what is that? And pretty much what, what that, that is, is like, uh, <laughs> they use like acupuncture needles, like that they would use for like dry needling, which he also does, but they put it in to like deep into the muscle and then they hook up these little electrodes to it and they like crank it. up the, the like electric pulses until it starts making your muscles twitch. And that is like a, a therapy that will relax muscles that have seized up. Um, that's how I understand it anyway. And it was very effective, but it was very strange. And because it was my lower back, he had needles in my lower back and like my like upper glutes. And so my gayest moment of the week was 
laying in the middle of a friend's living room on a chiropractor table with half of my ass out with <laughs> electrodes in it while my ass is like twitching. It felt like I was unintentionally twerking while Peter is sitting at the kitchen table just laughing and taking pictures. He was like, this is the craziest oh thing I've ever God. seen. It felt very vulnerable. I was like, okay, guys, turn on some music or something. A mechanical <laughs> so, twerk. Wait, it was in silence? There was just <laughs> silence. They were just like chit-chatting and I'm laying here on the table. Also, they have a very sweet big doodle of a dog and he kept like putting his face under the table to see me. I was like, hey, we're just kind of hanging out. It was all very bizarre and I was, you know, very vulnerable and it felt quite gay. Well, you were presenting and dogs are naturally drawn to yes, that. Yes, yes, it was the presenting of the butt. Wow. So anyway, that was that was a, a lot, but it worked. It helped a lot and then I went back for a second treatment last night, got to see my friends, we went out to dinner, we hot tubbed a little bit. Um, it was really nice. It was a chilly fall evening sitting in a hot tub with the leaves blowing around. Very autumnal. So quick question. Um, so was yeah. this completely mm-hmm. mechanical or did, I've never had a chiropractor do anything other than like adjust, like, you know, uh-huh. bend and snap. Is there, did he like, did he... <laughs> adjust your neck at all or did he just like throw some electrodes on yeah. you and call it a day so he did a full adjustment um after after the um e-stem situation oh and i learned something very interesting um there's a thing called an internal adjustment which is exactly what you think it is it does require a finger up the butt um so my my friend who is the chiropractor his boyfriend was like hey give him the internal adjustment i was like first of all maybe <laughs> second of all what does that mean? first of all definitely uh second of all tell me about it well it, the way i understand it it's like if someone breaks their tailbone and your coccyx like like heels like out of line it should be kind of straight down but if it like tilts inwards there's a way that you can adjust it by literally going up the butt and pulling the coccyx out so that requires talk about the fickle you know, finger finch egg <laughs> Yes, talk about that thing that doesn't exist. Wait a minute. You, you, you stick your finger up your ass and pull? But yeah, pull in your tailbone a little bit, I guess. I asked if he'd ever had to give it. He said no, but he just learned about it in chiropractor school. But that uh, it does exist. <laughs> QU coming in weekly. Hi, broke my tailbone again. <laughs> I'm here for my internal adjustment. Like, sir, your your tailbone is fine. Like, no, I know. <laughs> no, it's it's very broken. Just feel in case. <laughs> Wow, yikes. One finger and a nice come-hither motion. That's all I'm asking. Oh. Anyway. That actually is a great transition into my gayest moment, pretty similar to the internal adjustment, um, but involving a, a torch. Well, that's the British word for flashlight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like someone stuck a torch up your butt? Close enough. Um, I went to another doctor. Not important. I'm healthy. I just love the doctor. Anyway, I had a full physical and... Uh, the doctor needed to check my asshole. Not a prostate exam. She and she was very clear about that. She was a little awkward. She was great about everything else, but when it came to the butt, she was like, "So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a male doctor in here, and we're gonna just need to just, you know, just a quick like a three second look. We're just gonna, just gonna bend over there, and we're gonna just, you know, we're gonna just look." I was like, "Yep, it's okay." I tried to be like chill. So just, to like, just needed to get quick eyeballs on your b hole. Pretty much, just to like check for okay. hemorrhoids or for I don't know leakage. Okay, I like. <laughs> Yep, she sprung a leak. Um, Send in the patch team. I was like, I get it. I've been here before, but she was very uncomfortable. So I was trying to project like, you know, I don't care. Uh We're chill. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. I show my butthole to anyone. (laughs) What is this? My birthday? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have a picture from last night. Do you just want to look at that? Anyway, she brings the male doctor in. She's like, he's just here to make sure, you know, for ethical whatever, since she's a female doctor. I was like, sure, I don't Uh care. But that's not all it ended up being. He was, like, very involved. All of a sudden, yes, Cam's raising his hand. Everyone has a butthole. Buttholes are non-gendered. Why does it matter that there's a male doctor in there looking at your people? If there's any GPs out there who know, you tell me. But I guess it's, like, ethical code to have the opposite gender and pants are down. Anywho, um, the male doctor was much more involved than I expected. He, um... (laughs) the female doctor was like okay so i'm gonna hold your butt cheeks <laughs> and he's gonna look <laughs> you couldn't you hold your own butt that's cheeks? what i said i was like i can <laughs> i can do that part if it's easier and then we just need the one doctor um she's like no, no we got it we got it um also she promised maybe three seconds it was a solid 10 and 10 seconds with your ass cheeks being held by a stranger are, are 10 very long seconds um no shit she opens like them up she opens them up. Cranks <laughs> them open slow. I'm literally just like bent over a chair with my pants at my ankles, like the most awkward you could be. No like gown, uh-huh. just just like yeah, you know the perfect um, rom com yeah. situation to walk into. Um, uh-huh. I'll, very yeah. very white lotus, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
Anyway, she's holding my cheeks. Doctor bends down. They both are like discussing. She's like, I don't know if it, is that a can can we uh, like just kind of mumbly non words. And he's like, Yeah, I think we're gonna need to uh, <laughs> take a flashlight. He grabs a flashlight. Um, and you know, oh, I couldn't see it, God. but in my mind, it's like a spotlight in a big theater. Um, <laughs> shines it up my <laughs> apparently cavernous asshole. I don't know why you need a flashlight. And, uh, you know, just stared at it for a few minutes. And we're like, yep, yep, all good. I was like, you needed all that effort just to tell me my asshole is fine? <laughs> like, I've been squatting over a hand mirror every night for years. I could have told you that. <laughs> I could sculpt the recreation just for the way I feel it every night. Um, <laughs> sculpt. Gross. I don't care for that at all. A sculpted butthole. Anyway, it was a work-related physical. So this is why, you know, okay. they need to, I guess, check every orifice. And uh, it was wow. all fine. But it just felt, it's always so invasive. And it's always so much more awkward than it needs to than it needs to be. Like, no matter how hard I try to be chill, they feel, like, maybe obligated to be awkward. Which I guess is okay. And I suppose I'd prefer that than doctors being like, hey, yeah, we're going to check out your asshole. You ready? You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a fine line of of casualness and also just like not not making it so uncomfortable for everyone. Um, I had a my gay doctor in, in L.A. was really good at that. Like when you get SDI checks and they would just do the the swab. He was just very like quick and to the point and like no no emotion about it he like didn't i'm sure he was doing that all day you know because he was at like a <laughs> like a, a, a gay men's health organization so like he was swabbing a lot of holes like i do this for my profession and for my enjoyment um <laughs> i've heard about this famous doctor do you miss him i heard he was pretty good with his fingers yeah you know what i miss having a gp i don't have one i also don't have a dentist i finally made an appointment for a dentist and a dermatologist because you know this is medical hour with cam and mike um i i needed to just I haven't been to a dentist in a long time, and also I've got a weird thing behind my knee that needs to go see a dermatologist. I'm like next year booking out for all these places. They're like, oh, a new patient appointment for a dentist? We'll see you at the end of January. I'm like, oh, cool. It is so hard to book an appointment for anything. It's so hard. Um, You just got to beg. Sometimes I I told you once uh, I needed to see a dentist, and I was like, I really need to see one. She was like, I'm sorry, we're, you know, we're busy. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just pull it out myself. I'm not sure what else to do. And I got to see one that week. (laughs) We really, really don't think you should do that, sir. (laughs) Um, All right. Before we jump into the journal, was Dune your content wreck or do you have anything further? Um, Yeah, Dune was my content wreck. Um, Also, Timothy Chalamet had two movies that came out on the same day. The French Dispatch is out as well. It's a new Wes Anderson, which I didn't even know was coming. Timothy Chalamet, more like Timothy. May I? I shall. Oh, oh. Did you make that up just now sure did are you proud of me oh yeah i am proud of you um i do want to follow up on a content uh non-rec that i made last week i'm even more righteously indignant about this shitty shitty book that somehow got made into a movie i finished the whole damn thing mike i listened to 10 hours of this stupid book i needed to know how it finished oh my god it was so cheesy it was so corny poorly written bad story and weirdly christian and somehow anti-abortion and i was like what just happened so i google this author and it's like oh yes this guy who shall remain nameless because i can't remember his name and also i'm not going to plug him on this podcast is a popular writer of christian fiction i was like oh fuck this recommendation um and also like how did a Christian novel, a shitty Christian novel, get made into a movie with Kate Winslet and Ooh. Idris Elba? I'm so very mad. I do remember my mom saying, you know, I saw the movie and it was nothing like the book. And thank God, because – and that to her, by the way, was a bad thing. If this movie was anything like the book, it would have been – they would have won Razzies. I promise it would have. It was so piss poor. Do you feel – The screenwriter must have taken some serious liberties with that. Do you feel saying. doubly betrayed because it's Kate Winslet and she's your girl? Yeah, I'm like – you guys, both Kate and Idris, like, I don't care if the screenplay was great. You should really read the source material. And that source material was so shitty. I think any good agent would have been like, you're going to want to pass on this. Uh, but no, it somehow got made. So anyway, I'm still pissed. I'm really mad I got to the end. And it was like, it was one of those, I don't know if you're as masochistic as me and have ever had the situation, but like, you're at the end of an audiobook, like just angrily driving, like, shut up. Finish it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I was just so mad. I don't get to that point, man. I will not continue. I just, I get so, I'm like a dog with a bone. I get so stubborn about it. I'm like, I'm going to, that's not the right analogy. (laughs) I'm like a dog with a boner. Just licking myself. It's got nothing to do with my story. (laughs) I just wanted to let you know that as well. (laughs) Uh, My dog doesn't get boners. Thank goodness. It would really, really gross me out. And also he's so short, it would keep him from walking. (laughs) Well, kickstand. (laughs) 
just dig into the ground and you'd be stuck there for a while. Uh, anyway, do you have any content, Rex or non-Rex? I mean, no Rex. I'll tell you what I'm watching. I'm on Succession Season 3. Fantastic. Watch it. This is not news to anyone. And uh, I am in the middle of the Hearts Invisible Furies, which we mentioned last week. So, again, I have nothing to recommend. Y'all are ahead of me on the on the pop culture game, but that's what I'm consuming. Are you still liking the Hearts Invisible Furies? I am, yes. It's much gayer and much more sexual than I thought it would be from this, like, pristine irish author much more sexual yeah the the adoptive father is talking about filleting um how good his wife fillets the (laughs) they talk a lot about like queers fucking each other there's like they say fuck a lot there's a a lot of like sex talk Uh uh-huh yeah but like like in a in a fine kind of way like it's not smutty it's in like a wes anderson kind of way it's not smutty but it's like it's it actually would be a great wes anderson film oh he should adapt it does he adapt things or does he just do originals i have no idea oh my god you know what he should adapt what this is really Fuck great off. book <laughs> <laughs> it's god about, damn it, i can always about always man. tell what you're going to he wrote a journal okay um, I'm, I'm gonna go get that next wes anderson's next big thing i'll be right back It's July 1st, 2017. If it isn't the future governor of Texas himself. Oh, yikes. I don't know why that is a an actual instinct of mine to start sentences that way. It's it's awful. We get back on mic and I sound like a fucking douchebag. Um, all right. It's July 1st, oh, okay. 2017. That's <laughs> yeah, my other option. something against your instinct. Go something <laughs> new and fresh. <laughs> all righty then. Who's that? Matthew McConaughey doing Jim Carrey. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. That's exactly what that was for. <laughs> uh, please tell me what we did last episode. I don't fucking remember. It was all of June, so you and I had our infamous Fire Island adventure. Um, oh, I did a yes. lot of Blossom and Sketches. Um, I don't really remember what else, but I do think we just began my Ithaca weekend that I do every year. July 1st, 2017. Full day in Ithaca. Cornhole. You got cornholed. Weed and beer and friends. Love this weekend. Notice everyone is in a serious relationship except oh. me and Jenny. Wonder if I will ever be, but I'm happy. Who's Jenny? Well, I don't know a Jenny. Well, you definitely wrote Jenny. J-E-N-N-Y. Jenny. I thought you said Jenny. Like Weasley. I'm going to throw myself out that fucking window. You know I say pen and pen the same way. Jenny, Jenny. But I just heard. I was like, who the fuck is Jenny? I heard what I heard. Because Jenny is also a name. Um, I don't say those names any differently. You don't say Jenny like Jenny Weasley and Jenny um, McCarthy? Oh, my God. We are working. No, I'm not not fighting you over this. I'm just saying you don't don't say those differently? Those seem different to me. How many times have we talked about pen and pen? Yeah, pen and pin but like i thought maybe names especially one one iconic character name that you love i thought maybe yeah, jenny okay anyway um no Jen- i think i think the problem is is i don't say the e like the the e differently because like my my fucking indiana accent like i don't say i, I don't say j e n n y jenny i say jenny <laughs> okay i also don't go jenny anyway hey jenny <laughs> Jenny's married with a baby now. She's the wedding that I went to earlier in this podcast, maybe episode five or ten or something around there, where um, I got you know given credit for their marriage unduly <laughs> because uh, it was easier than saying a dating app or something. Oh, right. Um, yes. <laughs> Forgot about that. That is interesting. There is there's there's me and my gal. Uh, hey Molly. The two of us are usually single at these things, which is great as long as I have one other person there. So that, like when things couple off, it's okay. I hate to be. Uh-huh the only single person when everyone's a couple because then you're just like for just like pictures and events and things it's always like okay and you just you know wherever you want to squeeze in when everyone like runs back to the cabin for sexy time and you're just like out there with your dick in your hand i get it Mm -hmm, yeah i'm always stuck jerking off on the lawn um no nobody ever like (laughs) fucks during nobody's ever i mean i'm sure they do but everyone i don't know i feel like all the girls are like okay bye husband do whatever you want (laughs) there's no Uh like yeah I'm going to hang out with my friends. You guys go drink beer and, I don't know, do something. What do straight guys do at the lake? Jerk off on the lawn. So do gay guys. And actually, so do the girls. We all just have a big (laughs) jerk fest on the lawn. Ah, yes. Your yearly circle jerk. Well, on July 2nd, uh, last day in Ithaca. Well, that went quickly. Farmer's market, boat ride back, long journey home on the Greyhound. Not sure what my plans are. And Albany for the fourth. Ooh, mystery. (laughs) (laughs) July 3rd, went to Columbia to get prep, but closed till after the 4th. Oh, I'm so sorry. Got insurance mm. changed to NYC, though. Flirting with Robbie. What does this say? Mm. Masturbated something already. Masturbated twice already. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Masturbated twice already. I love that you were obviously writing this midday. <laughs> chafing um let's see here uh ucb classes next ugh then bus to albany bum 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 july 4th ah thought that was the albany theme uh yes uh lunch with mom and mixed family at mad cafe why are they there uh michaela's doing a show about theater in albany oh okay yeah i feel like this is not the first time you've been in your hometown with michaela's family and they live in california which feels strange it is um but also fun to get our get our parents together you know yeah absolutely meeting the parents in your platonic (laughs) relationship you said you went home to see weebo and go to walmart with weebo disneyland she she got you some gifts was sad to not spend more time with them yes Shanghai uh, rummy and fireworks through the hotel window. Oh, they came through. It was awful, man. <laughs> we had to evacuate. All of our shit was ruined. July 5th, um, you started to rewrite a sketch. You went to Panera with Michaela's family and switched to the family plan on T-Mobile. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. I'm on their family plan. <laughs> Still. Still? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I was on my own plan. I got off my mom's because my mom was very annoying about the phone bill. She's like, I think you texted a couple extra times this month. I was like, okay, mom, you know what? I'm good. It wasn't <laughs> worth it. So I got my own individual plan, but there is absolutely an individual punishment. It was close to $200 a month for me. Now on the family plan with Michaela's family, it's like 60 that's crazy crazy cheap july 6th you filmed an audition all day it's all right you did skip your last sketch class to film it um you would like an offer even though you're not wild about the pay um oh you want something to look forward to and then you said you trained liz at blossom hey liz um (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really really hard for me not to have anything to look forward to it's nice to look forward to things i don't think that you're alone there um, July 7th, you mailed Michaela's shoes. Cool. Um, you went to the doctor for two hours getting screened for prep and you got your HPV shot. I didn't know they did that for men. Actually. I had to like fight for it. They were like, you're very old for this. You probably already have it. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're very old for this. <laughs> you're geriatric in the world of HPV. Um, oh, you went to your favorite tongue thong with Michaela's dad. And then drove with him to the east side to say goodbye to his wife. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. They're bouncing around. I feel like they just like made a trip of it. They came across the country to see Michaela and this show. So they were okay. doing all kinds of things, you know? All right. July 8th, first musical improv class was so fun. Love, Eric. So cute. So fun. I love musical improv. It was always a freaking blast. Ugh. My only um, problem was I always tried to like sing shit. You know what I mean? It's better to just like think about the words you're saying instead of sounding. You don't have to sound good. But oh. I always like to sound good that's tough as like someone who has a nice voice i bet it's tough like that you're in there like not to sing beautifully but to make make funnies to music i don't know why i forgot how <laughs> english works i then. learned to make funnies for music <laughs> <laughs> in our mysterious eastern european accents uh-huh. oh this is a fun line almost shit my pants on the way to work <laughs> oh yeah you know when you just like you know you know the moment when it's like i don't know this could be the time i shit my pants uh-huh. <laughs> just holding that uh, uh, this could be the time don't trust those farts um <laughs> never you do not <laughs> fart if you have to shit if, you, if it's that bad do not fart no, a no, no. Yeah. it will be unforgiving i promise <laughs> and b you're really taking a, a huge gamble for a very low reward <laughs> very low reward and you know how sometimes when you fart like I feel like you push it lower. Like, farting kind of, like, helps it, like, sink. (laughs) It's like scuba diving, you know? Let some air out. Um, Yeah, yeah. Make more scuba diving references. You know a lot about it. But you know when you fart, sometimes, like, you get closer to the poop? Don't do that if you're already close. Yeah, well, you're... Just a warning for you folks out there. (laughs) I feel like you're making it so there's less, um, you know, room to breathe down there. (laughs) The the turds are, you know, less less surrounded by gas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, you said dad sent letters pleading, quote, is this how it ends? Oh, let's see if we have that letter, shall we? Okay. Yep. That was on July 8th of 2017. Letters from your father. Found the letter here. Um, okay. Fam- First of all, it says family, comma, but in the top right, it says Mikey. Like, could we not? Oh, because it's a carbon copy. It literally, I have like the, the bottom end of a copy because it's very light. Oh, dear. <laughs> Um, and this like fun, long, strange yellow prison paper. You know, I had an aunt go to prison as well, and I remember it's like it was the same paper. It's this long like yellow legal, paper, legal that, size paper, yeah. like a legal pad. 
Yeah, um, maybe it's just cheaper to buy a legal pad or something. Oh, um, probably. I'm sure they just it's 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 legal for all the people that are studying law in the law <laughs> library to represent themselves in their appeals. Ah, uh, uh, yes, those usually go well too. <laughs> uh huh. Sorry, really shouldn't have made light of that. Please continue. Just says family. I'm reading this live with you. I haven't pre-read it. As the journal mentioned, is this really how it ends? Just like that, without contact, opportunity con- for conversation. Bitch, you had opportunity. You have. Hmm, okay. No. I don't know what that says. No ahems at understanding. No attempt at understanding after 28 years. But the 28 is strangely. Oh my God. Wow, that's weird. He So because he did this carbon copy and I was 28 at the time, he underlined in, in like the carbon and left it blank, I assume, to go through and fill out everyone's individual um, This years. is the laziest so, thing I've ever heard. He made a form letter so he could... <laughs> <laughs> then and go if it's, out and fill it out for each person. If it's about money, he left half of the page. You could have ripped it in half, you know? Um, anyway, wow. after, insert age here, 28 <laughs> years of doing my best to provide for, take care of, and give you everything you've needed to help build the pretty decent life that you all have, a man who's given everything he he has doesn't get a second chance just like that out on the street. Well, no, you're actually in, in prison. I guess there's nothing left to say except, again, I'm sorry. There's no again about that. This is maybe the first I'm sorry I've seen. He said, I'm sorry, like for the judge in a pretty unconvincing way, in a way uh-huh. that the judge herself was like, I just, we, we have no reason to believe that you actually are other than the fact that you're currently facing prison time. Uh-huh. Um, I'm pretty sure in a few months he calls me like pretty desperate. And it turns out all this is just, you know, uh, continues to be about saving his own, but he's just like worried about himself. It's all like you said, it's just lazy. Like this is not a real apology. He hasn't. I'm sorry does nothing unless you like own what are you sorry about sir do you know what you did like do you have do you he hasn't admitted to lying to us he hasn't admitted to any of his mistresses he hasn't admitted that he did anything wrong in the situation all he's saying is that he's this hero he's this good guy he's provided for us for years and we are just like throwing him to the wolves like this is our fault Uh what does this say um to provide for take care of and every and give you everything you needed to help he didn't take care of he was not there he was not there since i was nine he was gone my mom took care of us the ends do not justify the means in the situation you can't say i took care of you by providing financially but also like was a felon and a philanderer and a bad dad in the process that does not make sense also he over and over again like was saying like you know all this was for us and for uh so we wouldn't have to you know pay or for college or for whatever we all had a large amount of college debt that we paid. I paid for the majority of my college. I, so I'm like, where, what money, where did that go? What are you talking about, sir? Uh-huh. Um, we found out later it went to, there was like vacations and drugs and different women and stuff that it went to. <laughs> I provided for dozens of people. Do I get no thanks? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know at this point that we saw all of his emails. So he's just like screaming at us as though, uh-huh. yeah, he is fucking delusional. Anyway, there's a few more letters that came from. That was one of five. Okay, great. Well, onwards and upwards. July 9th, big fat load of nothing. July 10th, you started prep! Exclamation point. Two stars. Um, you went to a diner <laughs> two with stars. Hand- <laughs> Two stars. I give it Wouldn't two recommend. out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Star started a prep. Exclamation point. Star. Uh, you went to diner with Hannah in the morning. You met her boyfriend. Don't know about him yet. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, um, he's, he's no longer around, right? No, he's not. Um, then you met Aaron and Sam for happy hour in Blockheads after Improv 401. How do I feel about Blockheads? I'm unsure. <laughs> How do you feel about Improv? How do you feel about Aaron and Sam? We know all these things are moving right <laughs> along. July 11th, nothing worth saying again. July 12th. <laughs> I'm just trusting you because every time I ask you, you get angry, but I assume that just means this is sketches and blossom. Well, here's the deal. Um, it's going to be sketches, blossom, or not sure what happened. So, um, July 12th, double managing shift at Blossom, then shameless and smoked, taking prep, almost immune to HIV. <laughs> um, July 13th, Blossom in the morning, and then the Greyhound from hell to Albany. Um, question, why was this the Greyhound from hell? What uh, Do we have any yeah, info? Because they're all from hell, so to write it must mean this one was particularly special. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I just get images expound. like Broad City where someone's holding uh, an ice bucket of fish and it just like spills uh-huh. on my neck. <laughs> Oh, God. Probably not too far off. Um, You said that you are glad that you came. You didn't get that one audition that you spent all day taping for the other day. Um, But you also said no to 
Dogs to pay and Virginia Beach. They tried to get you back to Virginia Beach. At least I said no. Thank God. Uh-huh. Learn uh-huh. a lesson, kid. <laughs> um, also, nothing fucking worse than filming an audition all day and not getting any response for i hate the filmed ones on the one hand it's great because you can make it perfect on the other hand it has to be perfect because they know you can film it over and over again at uh-huh. least if you go into a room you just like get the opportunity you're, you do it you and it's also done. like it's, have, get the like the the vibe check of like personality it can go really well if the energy is good in the room like and you i can, have better um, luck like interacting with people i do better just making a connection with another human yes. than i do just showing off my talents you know what i mean yeah. i need to be able to chat um, well, on July 14th, you woke up late. Coffee, then walk to Stay Plaza with Mick and Kick. I don't know what that means. Um, okay. I feel like uh, coffee is an unnecessary um, use of, of precious journal space. Oh, well, you write it twice in this entry. So cool. Um, <laughs> he said, Blaze Pizza is so good. Coffee with mom. Hard to see her. Oh, hard to see her cry. Encouraged her to flirt with that guy who loves her. Oh, yeah. There's some man who's, like, still obsessed with her. I think they were friends in high school, and he was, like, recently divorced, and he messaged her on Facebook or something and was like, I just have always thought you're the most beautiful woman in the world, and um, I would love to, you know, to see you at some point if you're ever available. I think he lives in Connecticut or something. And would love to know you biblically? Biblically. No, she was like, no, I'm, you know, no thanks or whatever. But I was like, Mom, just, like, flirt. He and then at one point was like, I don't care if I have to wait for years. I don't care. Like, I understand. Take your time. You need your space or whatever. And she thought is he, he was creepy like, so or is he too. actually sweet? No, no, very sweet, very sweet. And I'm still like, mom, follow up with this man, please. Yeah. Have some fucking fun. Oh my god, have a little roll in the hay, lady. Okay, that's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she deserves sexual fulfillment just as much as you do. We've never mm-hmm. met, so I might have to take that back when I meet her in person. Yes, please. When we meet her in person, I want you to make a decision right then and uh-huh. tell her whether or not you're taking it back your opinion about her <laughs> sexual fulfillment. Either way, I want you to bring it up. It's a real shame you haven't met my mom. It is a real shame. Well, it'll happen. Um, um, we did skip over the fact that you said hard to see mom cry. So it was sad coffee? <laughs> oh, it's the worst kind of coffee. This one tastes sad. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a lot of... of a lot going on in her life, obviously. I think of sometimes course, it just catches yeah. up with her. Have you ever seen your mom cry? Uh, are you asking me that seriously? I I uh, broke my mom's heart by being gay. Yeah, I've seen my mom cry. <laughs> well, quick question. When you see your mom cry because you're a homosexual, like, I can't imagine you have sympathy for her tears at that moment. Um, Or do you? There's like a... it's your mom crying. N- uh, not now like if if we were like in a fight or something and she were to cry about the fact that i'm gay which by the way is not how our relationship works and i think she's way past that part of the ordeal um i would not have sympathy for it however um as a kid as like a 17 18 year old kid in your house watching your mom cry because she thinks that you are going to hell and you've broken her heart and all this kind of stuff there's a lot of like guilt wrapped up in that because you like especially if you're a real mama's boy like i was that you aren't I wasn't um, emotionally mature enough to be able to feel upset for the right reason. I was upset that my mom was crying. Like it was a very sad thing. We were very, very close. And it was like, I had never ever in my life seen her more upset than, than that. So yeah, that was, that was an awful personal thing um, that like I took what a shame, like really, really, really hard. But like now if we were talking and my mom like made a comment about like, Oh, I just wish you weren't gay and then cried about it. I would be like, shut the hell up. This is not appropriate. <laughs> this is, we are yeah. so far past this. Like I'm, I'm in a very different place than I was when I was, you know, 18 years ago, almost ah! 17, yeah, wow. 18 years ago, I was 17 years old. Oh, wow. 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 You've wow. Wow. Was lived, right. You've lived two adults. Oh. Um, I, it just, it feels like such a, like a waste. Obviously that's not how she or you felt in the moment, but it's like, God, all of the fucking weight and tragedy of this world to waste those feelings on just a non-fucking issue but like obviously to her it was a very big issue but yeah it just is such a 
It feels like a shame. <laughs> it does feel like a shame for sure. And sorry, we were talking about your mom crying though. So please, it is hard to watch your mom cry. Um, yeah, I don't really remember specifically what was happening. I think it was just like one thing. I mean, it, it's years. It's years at this point of like, yeah. all right, we solved this problem. Now what next? Oh, we can't do this because there's this other loan he took out we didn't know about. Oh, there's this other person we didn't know about. Oh, there's these awful emails he wrote about all of us um, that we didn't know about. It's just like one thing after another. Um, so I don't specifically know why she's crying at this point, but like, you know, take your pick serious serious dark side of all of um of marriage like the fact that someone can do things in the shadows and then like bring down a spouse like financially like that is a that's a real that's a real fucked up part of um how marriage works in the legal system yeah all the personal stuff aside was told by mother you can't have one you can't have one without the On July 16th, date with Michael from the Netherlands, or Michael, or something. M-I-C-H-I-E-L. I don't know how you say that. Huh, I don't I don't remember either, but um, I do vaguely remember this date. I'm going on a lot of dates in this period. I think I was revitalized by uh, Fire Island. Well, you got home and relaxed by smoking and watching Friends. Um, and then you said your subletter huffed out of bed to turn off the light I was using. <laughs> I don't know, ma'am, but it does remind me. <laughs> this woman me. sounds like such a charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. <laughs> it reminds me of my mom, like, but in a different way. My, I used to like, I would take forever to eat at the kitchen table, not because I was a slow eater, but because I was on like my thirds and fourths. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Just won't stop eating. <laughs> won't stop eating. I was always like in the kitchen. I was the last one there. My mom would like clean it up and be done, and literally turn the lights off and be like, "Hello." She's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I've told you this before, but my mom has a reputation for eating fast and starting to clean up, which unfortunately I have inherited. But my dad would always give her a really hard time because he would like go back, like say, I don't know, for seconds and he wanted like the ketchup and he would like go to reach for it and it was already back in the fridge. She's like, I am still eating. <laughs> and she's like halfway done with the dishes. She's like, oh, sorry, it's in the fridge. <laughs> I get it. I'm with your dad on this one. And also being against your homosexuality. I'm with him there too. <laughs> uh the the fact that this woman is a subletter she's not even on the lease and she's like huffing out of a room to come turn off a light when you're using the space that is so awful honestly not the worst not the worst okay well good there's been so many man i've yeah. I counted once i have I, i'm like close to 50 roommates in my life oh my god all right july 18th um you had a brat pack audition it was eh but you got a call back um, oh that's a um they do a show on norwegian maybe that is um they take like all the characters from the John Hughes movies and make like a little musical about it. It's actually pretty good. Um, oh, that's funny. I was up for the guy who he was the dork in all the early Brad Pack movies, but then he comes back as like a hunk in um, Edward Scissorhands, and then from ever forevermore he's like a hunky dude. Anthony Michael Hall. Oh. I first of all didn't realize that was him in Edward Scissorhands. Second of all, I was not like a Brat Pack movie kid. Like we didn't really watch those in my house, so most of those names are kind of lost on me. Except for oh. Old Girl. My Malone, Ringwald. Molly, Ringwald, yes. <laughs> Molly, Malone, Malone yes. Shannon. Alive, alive July 19th, you managed Blossom. You're working on that Brat Pack callback. You said you're nervous about it because it's hard. And then you just wrote a little uh, frowny face and you said you haven't had sex since Garth, which has been a while because we haven't said that Garth. name in a long time. Garth's a year ago, man. Really? Because Garth, yeah, Garth happened, uh, it was during my last road trip, which was August of the previous year and we're now in July. Holy fuck. That's a oh, very shit. long time. You're right. It's literally his name is in the in the journal entry the year before, right above this. Wow. Uh -huh. I have gone several times with years in between. It's very frustrating. It is very frustrating. And especially frustrating because your um, flashlight is full and unusable. <laughs> right. If my flashlight <laughs> wasn't at maximum capacity, then I wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> on july 20th you had your brat pack call back you woke up early and uh was warm but it was only eh. i remember waking up warming up for this and noticing the uh, uh a pigeon man across the street from me it felt very new york oh yeah i was i woke up a bunch of times for this audition or early um just to warm up like at five in the morning or something because when you're you know singing seas at nine it's tough anyway yeah. when i got up that early for the first time ever and i'm at the piano next to my window i noticed a pigeon man he was always in a white shirt he methodically lined up his balcony with little breadcrumbs like he'd do it all and then like back away and do a cue and like 
on demand. A flock of pigeons would come land and he would like play amongst them. It was the craziest thing, man. Oh my God. But he did it every morning. I was like, whoa. And I said, I was like, do you guys notice the pigeon man? And Michaela and Kirk were like, yeah, the fucking pigeon man. Oh, I was wow. like, this is a thing. How have we not talked about this? That's like ugly naked guy in friends. It's like, you've got totally. your, you've got your New York guy across the, the air shaft or whatever. Wow. That's a lot. Okay, well, you said um, at your callback, you only thought you were at, eh, but the um, looks like the assistant director said that you made great adjustments. You managed Blossom, you're so tired, and you got a second callback. Woohoo! And another callback for that Florida theater. Jesus Christ, you're like awash in callbacks. Until you're awash in contracts, it don't matter. Okay, hey, well, well done. July 21st, very productive day <laughs> well off. Well done, okay. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Um, July 21st, very productive day off. Um, you cleaned your windows and your room. You installed your air conditioner, which came so fast. You worked out and got a massage for 40 bucks. My goodness. Oh, yeah. I miss those cheap massages in Washington Heights. <sighs> that sounds so nice. I never get a massage anymore because I live in the fucking woods. Um, I would love a massage. <laughs> and I would really love it if it only cost $40. Do you want an internal adjustment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you mind? <laughs> My coccyx is out of line. Um, July 22nd. Up at 8 a.m. for a workout with Kick. It was lame, but glad I did something. <laughs> Improv at 11.30. Met Claire for a quick coffee chat on East Side at 99th Street. Bought flights to Disney with Southwest Points. When are you going to Disney? I'm not, so we'll see what happens there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. Are, are you going to book another trip to Disney with your mother and then get another contract and cancel again? Maybe. I love Michael? to do it. <laughs> july 23rd double shift at blossom doubles are really tough and always make me cranky <laughs> do you like my impression my mic impression it's not off it's not far off rather july 24th audition prep in the morning last improv 401 went well beer authority with class after it's a beer garden on top of port authority cleverly named beer authority <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, so you got Zequil and went to bed at 10 o'clock for audition tomorrow. Love that you have to medicate to go to bed at a regular time, but I get it. Mm-hmm. July 25th, call back at 11 for Brat Pack on Norwegian. Went great. Up at 5 a.m. to warm up. Prepared a lot, and the whole team liked me. Got a fourth, oh my God, fourth and final call back tomorrow. That is truly crazy. Doesn't that seem, that's what's so annoying. I'm like, you mm-hmm. you must know before four callbacks, please don't make me do this if you're not going to pick me. For a Norwegian ship, like, come on, this is not, this is not, a new lead on Broadway. Yeah, it feels pretty um, like playing fast and loose with people's time, you know, because people are taking time yes. out of their day. People have jobs like four auditions for a cruise ship gig is bonkers crazy. And I did not get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also bonkers crazy. July 26th, got up at 5 a.m. again. 5 a.m. My God. Good, but not great. Final callback. Don't know how to feel. July 27th, had a- another Florida callback for Bobby Darren. Um, you sang three songs and didn't know all the, didn't know <laughs> all the woo to any words. words. Didn't know all the words. Would be the logical conclusion to that sentence. Um, <laughs> it's scribbled. It just looks like woo. <laughs> it, yeah, there was like a last minute. I think auditioned for a Bobby Darren musical, and I did not know the words to very common songs and was making up words to Beyond the Sea. <laughs> it's like somewhere inside my meat, there's people dancing on feet. <laughs> Somewhere inside my meaty meat. <laughs> Come on. I'm sensing defeat. Great. You were probably so good at musical improv in this class. <laughs> I think you should probably fuck yourself. Go on. What happened the next day? <laughs> also, I think that's Aaron's birthday, right? Happy birthday, Aaron. I think you'd probably fuck yourself. Uh, July 28th. Blossom and waiting to hear about Brat Pack musical. Brat Pack. Brat Pack musical. Checking audition update quite a lot. No, it's a website that tells you who got offers. Oh, that's kind of rude. No, it's great. It's useful. It's not a posted by like the company. It's posted by individuals. It's like a personal oh. forum. People can say, I got a callback. I got an offer. So you know when to stop waiting. Understood. Okay, that is kind of useful. July 29th, final 401 show. Show was good, but I was eh. You wrote eh at least 14 times this episode. That was like your word of the month for July 2017. Um, you said Aaron and Sam came to your show, uh, home to pack, then got Jeep from Jersey and drove to Albany. This is my dad's uh, Jeep that we are paying for and don't know what to do with. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I might as well use this free car that I'm paying for right now. Oh, sure. <laughs> I was going to say, a Jeep isn't like your typical rental car. You're more like a compact guy. July 30th, 
You moved Mick out of Albany, felt like college, coffee and bagels with mom, and then road trip to Montreal. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I've never been to French Canada. I want to go. That's why I got the Jeep. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So we're taking it for a little road trip. We always try to do some kind of some kind of adventure whenever we all have a moment. And so moving her out of a, finishing a contract and we're all in the same city is a good time to I'm take a joy ride. I'm so jealous. I want to go to Montreal real bad. It was very fun. I love Montreal. Okay. Yeah, it sounds great. It's not too bad a drive from New York, right? No, like two hours. Um, I was freaking out because uh, couldn't find the registration. Well, we'll get yeah. to that. Oh, you mean this? the 30th, the very next line. Found registration at last second, an hour-long borderline. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, you need the registration to the car to be able to cross? Something. I couldn't remember exactly what, but um, we did need it to get through or they wouldn't have, I don't know, would have been trouble. My brother's like, it's in the glove compartment or whatever. It was not. It was like stuck behind, like, so you can't see it. We had to like pull the glove compartment out to find it. You know what I mean? Oh, Which shit. It gets okay. like stuck wedged behind the whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was very stressful, but we figured it out. All right. So listen, you got through border control and you got into Canada and it seems like you're about to have some fun. And you know how I hate to split up a trip between episodes. So can we just pick up there next week yeah absolutely it's a good place to start this week we started with my ithaca trip next week we start with our montreal trip oh my god you're so mobile you know you're just you're just everywhere all the time you know what i gotta find some fucking fun between the damn improv and and blossom did we hear from any listeners i'm always i've always got time for them we have one that i thought was so fun i just wanted to read this is from ross on instagram matthews oh my god oh my Ross Matthews, yep, he, him and I are close friends when he's not hanging out with Rue. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So, my husband and I were traveling to Chicago for Mother's Day this year to surprise my mom, or his mom. Long story short, first time in like 18 months because of COVID. Anywho, he wrote. I hear that a lot nowadays. Every time someone's talking to me, they say, anywho, or anywhoosleys. Um... <laughs> We were walking Navy Pier, and these two gorgeous gals dressed to the nines were walking our way, and we just gaily said, Oh my god, girls, you all are so fabulous, yada, yada, yada. Bitch, it was Adrienne Warren and her mother. They were fabulous. She told us she played Tina in that show and to come check it out when we were in New York. So glad you all got to see her play Tina. Just had to share. I think that's so fun. Oh, that is so fun. First of all, I love that like they, you know spotted a broadway celebrity in the wild just because she looks so fabulous and also that she was gregarious enough to talk to them and tell them what she did that's cool it is cool uh anyway that's it for this week cam if folks wanted to interact more with us send us a message send us a dick pic where could they do that all of that can be done on instagram please don't send dick pics uh find us at mbfj podcast on instagram you can also email us at my best journal at gmail.com or visit our website at my best journal.com you can find this podcast that you're already listening to on itunes where you can also rate review and subscribe <laughs> where do i find this podcast i'm listening to um <laughs> Yes, please rate, review, subscribe. Mostly the rate situation. I haven't seen that rating change in a minute, and I would like to. It gets me off. Five stars um, so only. So if you want to get me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, that does it for this week. So until next time, always remember. If you have to stare at my hole, I, I can at least hold my cheeks. <laughs> have to. By the way, July 9th is a bullshit day, so we're going to skip that. We'll resume with July 10th after the letter. What's July 9th? Closed Blossom, need to grocery shop. (laughs) All right, bullshit day. (laughs) I love that you don't ever trust me. You're like, but no, read it though.